only you, only you, you will what? understand what? and appreciate what's about, what's about to happen. happen. Now this goes down to my people's representing me, a smooth operator operating correctly. Now this goes down to my people's representing eclectic relaxation. Now this goes down to my people's representing. Rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. E. Conceited bastard. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. Allow to introduce myself. You want the man. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommy. You said I'm not the E. You want to make it burn. Most critically acclaimed Pulitzer Prize winner. Best storyteller. Thug narrator. When I step up in the place, they know I step correct. OG pimp, hustler, gangster, player, hardcore motherfucker living today. To be honest, I am totally and completely on his dick. It's me. Um, this is uh, another one of the uh, Get Off My Lawn series. Last time, uh, I, um, I had to had to address uh, bullying and shaming, and, and this time, it's just more or less things that we had to do back in the day, back back in back in my time, eighties, uh, you know. We don't count the 70s, 80s. Um, things we actually had to do, like drive with maps, um, pre-Google Maps, pre-GPS, uh, even before MapQuest. Shouts to MapQuest. Um, we had maps. Gas stations sold maps. Some might steal, but um, 
you unfold the map all over the hood of your car because they were too big for inside the car and you figure out where you're going you know and then do the trip so much that you just memorize you got to take this uh, interstate and then cut over here um, but you'd also have to improvise and use some brain because they'd build new roads since the map was printed. The map might have been printed in 62 and it's 85, so you don't know. Um, so you had to make up moves. It was no auto updates on your on your paper, and and that's how people would um, see the country. They would drive somewhere and then they would say, "Fuck, I'm kind of lost. I'm, I'm I know I'm going north, so I'm gonna take." Um, 95 North and then you would end up seeing some other shit or you run into a restaurant that you really like and then next time you hear somebody's going somewhere you say hey if you take the exit off of such and such go get a burger from wherever the fuck it's really good and or here's a shortcut we were going there last year got lost but I figured out this way and we got there way sooner than we would have who knows but but that was a part of the adventure um we had to remember addresses and phone numbers, you know, pre-smartphones and pre-cell phones. When I was young, you could name a family member and, and I could give you their phone number and address, top of my head. Mm. Now, I could still do it for the ones that haven't changed, uh, but you could give me your number right now. I wouldn't be able to repeat it by the end of this podcast. No, no chance. Uh, the smartphone made us extra lazy, ruined that part of our brain completely. It's not because back then, the whole neighborhood knew you and your friends and family. So if it got really bad, um, you'd have help. You'd be like, damn, I can't. Like, here's the number. Oh, <laughs> let someone lose their phone now. It's all bad. Fuck. Um, people don't even know their mother's number. Um, we used to have to play video games without saving imagine that uh, video games were always fun but we had to play and just play if we got good no matter how tired we were we just had to keep playing Atari ColecoVision you just played you had to beat the high score or flip the game you had to you had to beat your friend's high score or play the game until it was unplayable <laughs> that was it um at least when sega and nintendo popped off we got pause imagine that there wasn't any pause before thumbs would just be burning but shit keep coming there's nothing you could do you could try and pass the sticks but that never worked plus you don't trust them anyway when the uh when the 8-bit joints came out we got passwords and pause and some games like Zelda let you save but not all of them um, some we just had save points and it took you to the beginning of the stage but if you turned them off you was fucked um, you have um, passwords that you would, you would write down right and then when you got ready to play the game again you put in the password but if you put a seven instead of a l or a zero instead of a o because you didn't really pay that much attention the password doesn't work and you had to start over and, and or or just really dumb shit will happen like the reason why i'll never play rygar again but anyway um we also read books for school or pleasure <laughs> 
Now look, some people still read, but you know, those people are nerds. Um, but we had to read. See, that's the difference. We had to. Um, like, had to. I know some people like reading books, and I'm always like, I'll wait for the movie. But back in the day, when movies sucked, and we couldn't afford them anyway, books were the best. The comic books, the choose your adventure books, um, and, you know, reading the, all the highlights magazines. Those, those count? The highlights count with the Seek and Find? The Seek and Find was crazy. Um, and not to mention having to read for school. We had to do that because there was no Wikipedia. We had encyclopedia. And, and that was at the library. If you knew someone who had encyclopedias at home, they had money. And they had money and they were also stupid. Um, they were stupid because one, the encyclopedias were at the library. Two, they were expensive as hell. And three, they didn't give them to you all at once. You'd be sitting there with volumes A through D and got a paper on giraffes. You just sitting there. Hopefully a G show up by June so I can fucking exactly. Um, we we watch shows live, TV. We watch TVs live, pre DVR, um, hell, even pre VCR. Um, you would have to if you missed TV, that was it. You had to wait for the summer reruns. Uh, we had to watch TV shows when they came on. That's it. No DVR. It took forever to get a VCR, and most of the VCRs were shitty, and you had to be a rocket scientist to program half of them. Um, most people couldn't even get the clock from flashing 12. Anyway, you had to watch the shows then. Otherwise, you had to wait for the summer, and the summer's when they ran the reruns of all the shows, but it was summer. Fuck TV. You wanted to be outside. And during the regular season, you better not call anybody or have anything to do at 8. Because that was prime time. 8 o'clock, no matter what day of the week it was, leave everybody alone in front of the TV, eating, watching, whatever the hell it was. So, you know, we had to watch television live. Can you imagine? Because right now it's, oh, I missed it. Let me go online or let me download it or let me get my app. And then you go to school the next day and people are telling you about the show you missed because you got in trouble and your mother sent you to sleep. You <laughs> couldn't watch it or something, something crazy happened. And then you'd be fucked. It's probably still episodes of like, I don't know, the Cosby show I've never seen because I got in a fight or something and then I got in trouble. I don't know. Um, also, speaking of which, speaking of the summer, we had to go outside. We also wanted to, but it was summer. That's where everyone was. And parents was like, get out of here. You're making it hotter inside. So we would go outside. Like, like people now will stay in the air conditioning and play video games and, and watch Netflix. Hell, I do. Um, but could you imagine that as a kid, though? We didn't give a damn about central air. Uh, only outside. You can't force a kid outside anymore. We'd be outside and be pissed we had to come in. We begged to stay outside. Like, can I just can I just stay in front or 
in front of the window. You can see me. You just want to be outside for as long as possible. Like, can I just dangle my foot out the door? I just want to be outside. You never wanted to go inside, especially, especially when it was hot, especially the summer. Everybody was outside. Water gun fights. You, it wouldn't even be, you would just be sitting on a step by yourself even. Just, I don't want to go in the house. It's not, as soon as I get in the house, it's over. So, but we, but we would have to do that. Um, we also, we also had to pay for video games that we didn't know how to play. Now, see, it's different if you buy a video game and then you get the instructions and you sit there and you play it and you figure it out. Of course, yeah, you, 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 it's a game that you didn't know how to play. But we have video game arcades, which were incredible. They still should be around. But we went to play games. We It was brand new. We would go in like, well, Popeye, that looks cool. Let me get some quarters, put them in, and uh, I was just... I was just pressing buttons, and you just losing and dying. You, you just you would see if a bright, fancy, shiny game is like Tempest. What the hell is Tempest? I don't know. Put some quarters in there, then just start pressing the buttons and moving around and trying to figure it out. Some people will watch somebody else play, but hell, most we just didn't know how to play. But that was part of the fun. Um, when we got Atari games. Or hell, most Nintendo games, we didn't know what to do because the instructions were vague or didn't exist or were lost because you just borrow a game or trade a game. Nobody ever gave you the instructions. Nobody was like, hey, hold on. You want, hey, let me give you the booklet. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I'm thinking, I laugh because I think this is the first time in my entire life I ever said the word booklet out loud ever. Booklet. Anyway. <laughs> But you would just, you would play these games and just figure it out. That's why we were so smart and it made us smarter. And it gave you a level of accomplishment when you actually figure something out. Like, it was games that I had for like, at least, specifically, Super Monaco GP. I think it was Super Monaco GP on the Sega Genesis. I don't remember how I got the game. It's just a racing game. But, you know, it came out. I was probably a teenager, maybe. And I didn't know how to drive. I wasn't driving or nothing. I didn't know anything about the game. But anyway, it was a racing game. I would always lose. I would never place. I would never. I would always be in the last. And I I would only play it when I was absolutely bored. I had nothing to do and it was raining. Um, I was like, fuck, I played everything else. Let me throw this on and then one day I just started figuring some shit out, you know, breaking at the right time, taking the curves right. Ended up 10th place, played again, you know, third. Actually got first place. It really felt like I did something because I didn't know what I was doing and then I figured it out instead of, fuck, I don't know where this thing is. Well, let me just go on YouTube and see watch somebody finish the game so I can and so then if you watch somebody finish the game why would you even want to play it at that point if you can see the answers it was I don't know anyway um you know what else we had to do we had to read the newspapers for scores sports 
Imagine playing fantasy football and having to wait for the newspaper to be delivered. I open it up and read the scores and the stats and have to write them down on the paper and calculate your points. Because that's what had to happen. Unless you caught the news and a few seconds they gave to any team that wasn't local, the only way to get the scores then the, the box scores was the newspaper. They would tell you that Boston beat Chicago, but they won't tell you how many points, you know, fuck, uh, Craig Hodges had. You know, they, you wouldn't, they wouldn't uh, let you know how many um, rebounds Kurt Rambis pulled down unless he was the leader. You know, so so you had to you had to read the newspaper. ESPN Sports Center wasn't always around people, and when it was, you didn't have cable. So <laughs> if you had cable, you were good. And then if you could stay up, you were good. And if you had cable and could stay up, and your parents weren't watching the TV, you were good. But other than that, nah, you was fucked. Uh, <laughs> um, another thing. We had to do, and this was this was one of the the biggest things. We had to create our own entertainment. So we didn't have the iPad and the iPhone, or or sometimes you didn't even have friends. But, but you had to paper airplanes. The kids, there's no way kids are still making paper airplanes because you could just go buy a drone. <laughs> Can you imagine if we had drones? Right? So, yeah, we would make paper airplanes. Like, I remember going to the library and checking out a book on ways to make different kinds of paper airplanes. We would, you know what else we'd do? We would, we would sharpen popsicle sticks. What the hell is that? I'll tell you. We would, so the ice cream truck would come because everyone loves the ice cream truck. We would get something off the truck, a bomb pop or strawberry shortcake, chocolate eclair, whatever it is, a Pac-Man with the bubblegum eye. And so when you're done, you have the popsicle stick left. And so we would sit on the stoop, take the stick and just rub it across the uh, concrete really fast back and forth and it would it would just sharpen one side then we flip it over sharpen another side till it was a point like a really sharp point and we would you know go so fast that it would be hot it would be a hot <laughs> death knife like you would poke and blood and what we would do is we would fight each other with them and be you know, try not to get stabbed. We would just stab each other. Um, <laughs> we made, uh, speaking of, we make paper throwing stars. There was a lot of paper involved. Now, some some of the older kids would have the for real ninja stars because back, <laughs> back in the day, you would, you would find the bodegas or the corner stores and they would sell throwing, Chinese throwing stars to kids because... Back then, we weren't, we were dangerous, but we weren't, it wasn't like, he's going to kill half the people. We were just throwing them in the trees, occasionally at each other, but we were, we would just throw them in the wood and trees and act like Kung Fu, uh, Kung Fu Theater that came on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, but then, 
um, you had the paper. You can fold. There's a way that you can fold two. It's basically origami, but we didn't know what that was back then. But you would fold two pieces of paper, or you would fold one piece after you cut it and make a a, a throwing star. Um, I used to make um, balloons, paper. I can make a. <clears throat> I can't do it now, but I can make a. You can fold it up piece of paper and you can blow into it and blow up like a balloon i used to could do that i used to make cups I used to make water cups so this is what we would do because we would be in schools like fourth grade fifth grade and you would ask to go to the water fountain because you you know you want some water and so you go to the water fountain and you just sit there and people you will want another go because you ain't getting enough water and people so we would fold up Paper is a way you can fold it up and make a little cup, like um, what water ice comes out of, like the you know the cones, like those shits, and we fold them up and go to the water fountain, boom, fill it up, just walk back to class and sip on water. It was you know, shut up. Um, we would draw, <laughs> you know, you sit there and just draw. I used to, it was a dude in my. It was like fifth grade. He would sit there and draw mazes. Like, he would legit draw mazes and then give them to people and see if they could get to the end of them. Well, sometimes he would try to get to the end of them and couldn't. Because he would, like, a whole sheet of paper. It was just one major start and then just start drawing and stopping. It was, it was a thing. Um, we make flip books. You know, you would draw some and then fan the pages. Um, um, made, I made my own Transformers with Legos because you couldn't parents wouldn't just buy you every Transformer that came out but we had Legos you know so I would make Transformers with Legos because you could just do take a couple of pieces off slap some wheels on it I, now it's a car and you can do some shit like that I would hey don't judge me um, we made uh, um, we had our own wrestling federation with our G.I. Joes because back then they would sell the G.I. Joes but there was also um, there was also wrestling figures the big rubber uh, wrestling figures but you couldn't have all of that so what we would do is we'd take our G.I. Joes get a shoe box the shoe box would be the ring and then we would uh, cut out some piece of paper make belts color on with some crayons and uh, we have our own wrestling federation and and champions and, and, and do promos <laughs> look kids used to actually have to play for real we couldn't just turn on the WWE network or play a video game that has the creative storyline in it because back then we didn't even know it was a real storyline um, also made paper wrestlers alright so we had the um the, the, you know, you had the big rubber posable wrestling, but we couldn't get all of those. So what we do is we take paper and draw a wrestler, like draw Macho Man with his arms out in a pose and then color it. You know, you draw it, color it, make it purple, you know, and yellow and put the, you know, the, the glasses on them and everything and cut it out. And we just cut out... Make, Brutus Beefcake and Big Boss Man and Hulk Hogan and Coco Beware. We just draw them and then cut them out and we just wrestle. <laughs> we 
you play with them and and wrestle. And then when you get tired of them, you just post them up on the wall. Like it's like, all right, like look, I got all the wrestlers because if we was nice with drawing though, so yeah, don't judge me. Um, and of course, coat hanger, clothes hanger, sock ball. Everyone played that. You you take the uh, the wire hanger, you stretch it out until it's a circle. You take the, the the hook part and you bend it. You bend it down. You open up your door, your closet door typically. You slide the hook part that you bent into the top of the door and then it bends down. When that bends down, the hoop goes up. You close the door. You ball up a couple of pieces, of, a couple of socks and you got a hoop. You would sit there and you would, I mean, three-point contest, around the world, dunk contest, you know, tackle hoop style like uh, Theo and Cockroach. I mean, we did that forever. Um, but, yeah, create, we had to create our own entertainment. This, this is what we what we had to do. Um, I like you uh, young whippersnappers to have everything get off my lawn. I'm out.
we was coming back like this on him, my brother. <laughs>